Do you have to date people forever? Should we explore different geographic regions in our sex lives? What happens when your holiday bae and your mama are in the same WhatsApp group? This is basically life, looking at how folks are sexing, loving, and living. And I'm your host, Tiff Mugo. Hi. Um, my name is Koi, and I am a fish that's turning into a dragon. I can explain further, but yeah, that is that is legit. <laughs> I'm in that transitionary phase, phase from fish to dragon. That's Koi, aka Koi the fish, pronouns she, her. Koi is a beautiful soul, lover of ancestors, and a holder of traditional knowledge that I be wanting access to. She has spent the past eight years creating safe spaces for people to explore a deeper understanding of their inner truths, limiting beliefs, and inherited patterns. Her work as a spiritual coach and counselor is all about strengthening folks' relationship with themselves and the ecosystem around them. Also, they have an awesome bunch of books in their home and their house is such good vibes. A love of the water and generally serving us aquatic vibes. Okay, you know what? So now you remember we were just having a conversation that I blindsided you and I was like, let's do this thing where I'm going to find out what you're Googling because this is the segment Inner the Streets, Inner the Streets. Bring up your last three Googles and I will give you my last three Googles. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will explain. <laughs> okay, my last one. I'm looking at my history because it opens up a new page each time. So, I have what is crumping? Because I thought... <laughs> I was watching a reel where someone was talking. He was listening to how um, Ike Slimster, he's a delicious man on the internet who was now listening to how plants feel pain when they're cut and when they're eaten or you know and he was like oh can someone tell these vegans he was having a whole you know emotional break he's like my heart is breaking in fact i believe it's about to start crumping and i was like why is his heart his heart is about to start crumping i'm like crumping like eh, eh, eh. then i was like maybe that's not crumping let's google it so i googled what is crumping and i was right so yeah and uh before that <laughs> But it was, you could see it in his face. Like his face was going, ah, 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 ah. You know, but it's true. Everything feels pain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. to live, we have to eat light from other things. Be it a plant, be it an animal. They'll feel it. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the other thing I am Googling. <laughs> also from a reel. So, uh, when I do one wind up in the streaming in this loitering in the streets i then want to understand the references you know and so there was this very cute child who was telling his mom he was like so i googled it because i was trying to find the original child because the comment section derailed me mm -hmm. and he was saying it's not that i don't like people it's just that i don't like people near me or something like that i don't like 
I don't like them here. Yeah. And so this child is like six, maybe four. He's like, I, lo- I love introvert children. Yeah. <laughs> this child is really like, it's not that I don't like people. It's just that I don't like people near me. And I was like, same child. Then now it's in the comment section. And one of the comments was like, people need to stop making their children do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, excuse, but the child was just expressing themselves. No. So he's like, no, this is, it's a well-known phase, phrase that's apparently used. And especially in like people who have autism or autistic on the spectrum, you know, mm-hmm. being like, I, and so this is used a lot and it has, it, this is not the original recording. So mm-hmm. this is someone who's coached their kid to sort of say it. And so I was now trying to find the original. I was like, which, who said it first then? Yeah, like, I, I love you. Yeah, you're, like, you're always trying to find what's going on like, properly, properly. Hey? I'm like, if I'm here, let's. I was like, which, who mm-hmm. said it first mm-hmm. then? Yeah, like, I, I love you. Yeah, you're like, you're like, always trying to find what's going on like, properly, like, properly. Hey? I'm like, if I'm here, let's. With that, also other things need to move. So they can be used. This, I like to store things. I'm a. Cute hoarder, yeah. Okay, like, so <laughs> what is cute hoarding? Yeah, it's functional. Yeah, okay. like no. And okay, I'm in your house right now. Like, okay, so I'm just gonna say right now, I am in Koi's house, and look, you've got a lot of stuff, but it's very ordered. Like, it's doing the most for the drip. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so you are a cute hoarder. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna <laughs> give you, you cute hoarder. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now, um, one of the things I was clearing out was red lentils. Reason being. Over the past couple of years, I've tasted a couple of lentils and I've figured out which ones I like and okay. which ones I don't. Okay, yeah? okay. And it's not because they're bad, it's just it's not the one I go to. So I was like, <laughs> would you like these lentils? And he was like, I'm curious, how does one cook them? Because he, he liked the others. <laughs> and then I was like, I'll, I'll Google and send you recipes. So here I am. Red okay. lentil. Red lentil. Okay. Recipes. Okay, so what, actually, what can someone. you put in red lentils? Because Basically, I know the green ones. Mm-hmm. Can you just put the same things? Is it same what's Because it's split, so it's, it cooks faster. They're, they're, they seem to be thinner. They're like half the size, maybe. Okay. Okay. Guys, um, lentils come in shades. Hi, Batong. Okay, hey, 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 okay. And so this one, I think, basically, from what I've been seeing, it's a lot of just onions, garlic, ginger, tomatoes, coconut milk, lemon. You know, okay. that kind of thing. And you can okay, make a... Okay, so that's so that mm-hmm. island vibe. Mm-hmm. Is that island vibe? Or you can make a soup. You know, like, make it runnier. And okay, okay. And it, you know? And just have it. So I was Googling. So those are your three Googles. I love to know what people Google because it also shows what people are thinking like when they're by themselves, right? Because your Googles are a mess. My Googles, well, no, you're not Googles personally a mess, but like what you Google. It shows you. Yeah, it shows shows you. Like it shows like, because now it shows that you showed up for somebody and then it also shows that like, you know, you were just wondering what is this crumping heart thing? <laughs> like when your heart is crumping, like what is it doing? <laughs> Why? What is this? Okay, so let me tell you really quickly what my things were. Uh-huh. One of my top Googles was, okay, so let me start from the not so nice one. Uh-huh. Our multiple melanoma, meloma. How do you say it? Like, These actually, I'm actually going to Google it. Do in phases, not me. La, me, me, no. uh. me okay, so basically... It's um, Kala's disease and the plasma. So it's a cancer of the plasma cells. And so the reason I was Googling this is because somebody who like I really, really admire, like we're we're not like friends, friends, but like somebody who like I really, really admire, they seem to have like just like a really good vibe, really good spirit and stuff. Mm. 
they posted something about how um, it's not a it's not a one-time disease, mm. right? Because you know when you don't even know these things, right? Mm. And they were talking about how it's chronic and it's back and they've been blogging about how the last six months. Mm. So when I saw this on their Instagram, I was like, yo, what's going on? So now I actually Googled like mm. what it to was and it to understand better. before I now start reading their blog and being like, hi, yeah. sis, in the comments, like, no. I think I know who you're talking about. You do know who I'm talking yeah. about. I think you do know who I'm talking about. And um, yeah, like... And, and I was it's just, like, how do we... Sh- before we show up, let's try like, and understand. Yeah, can... Like, before what, we now badger with... Flowers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so like, it was That's just one of those things of like, Googling, mm-hmm. I'm in the country, like, what does it mean? Like, is it an inconvenience for you to meet me for drinks? Mm-hmm. Like, even mm-hmm. something as small as, mm-hmm. yo, let's, let's go and like, you know, have some shots mm-hmm. over this. And then you're like, I really like, cannot have shots right now. Yeah. You know? So that was my first Google. Okay. Um, the other one was Charlie Wilson. Who that? You know the singer? No. Charlie, last name Wilson. I've been wondering, the R&B singer. So me and like um, my big sister, the one who I keep telling you about. Yeah. We were like, hey, how old is Charlie Wilson? Because he's been throwing down back. Every, and then we found out he's had a wife since 1995. Oh, wow. And we're like, who's committing <laughs> to this like... nigga? <laughs> no, me, because like this nigga, Charlie, last name Wilson. I've been wondering, I'm, like, why is this nigga always in my DMs? <laughs> so that was so new. I was Googling to see how old he is. And apparently he is uh, 69 years old and we did not oh. believe it. Because he's looked 69. The, the whole time? Yeah, no, he's been, you know, one of those older R&B yes, cats, but yes. for the last, like, 20 years. <laughs> How have you been an older R&B cat for 20 years? But that is the black way of being. It we, is the black way of being. We plateau at a certain aging point and chill there for as long as we want. And then... And then no. we just do the it most. Because we had 147, we're like, actually, you know what, we're tired. We're, we're tired. We're going to look a bit old. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <much>. <laughs> yeah. And the last thing was being in your house and hearing about this Bali thing. <laughs> I am in my feelings, right? So I'm going to read the article that I googled. A little nerve-wracking worry and skepticism in Bali over ban on sex outside marriage. So now you're in Bali and you're not supposed to be like fucking. Is that what you're saying? The thing you came to do, put it away and please get separate rooms. Yes. But apparently people came to do yoga though. Mm -hmm. That happens and then what happens in the evening? I don't know. Apparently Mm -hmm. we must book separate hotel rooms. Mm. Okay. Or you could end up in prison for about a year. Okay, that is a lot. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I saw a comment, because, <laughs> as you may have noticed, I linger in the comment section. You I'm do like, linger uh-huh. in the comment and section. And what is the community saying? Uh-huh. Mm. And so, <laughs> someone was saying that this was put up, basically, to try and um, have something against people who are unfaithful in their marriages. So, during the divorce, they'll be like, my receipts, you know, and uh-huh. criminal, like, may there be a consequence because there's been a lot of mm-hmm. infidelity. So, they were like, oh, people, like, they won't really be putting it on others. You know, it's mostly for... And I'm like, no, because why have it on the books then? Mm. You know, then say, it's illegal to have sex outside of marriage while you're married, yeah? If that's what the law is for. But if it's like, no, snipping around outside of your marriage bed you are clearly coming for everyone who's doing that you know like you will now have something on many many people but i understand you know and there seems to be a people are seeking um laws and structures to keep them contained Mm -hmm. and it's like 
yeah, we have to do the work to do this. You know, like if, if you feel this is needed, what is it you're trying to say? Say mm-hmm. it. Say it with your chest. And if you gain all your money from Bali and Paradise Island, how will this affect your tourism Paradise industry. Island. You know, it's very Bali. It's very like, la, la, la. Yeah. Well, Paradise Island, like the show. No, Paradise oh. Island, like tourism. For oh, people okay. coming for this picturesque I, But also Paradise holiday. Island, like the show. Okay. <laughs> is it also a thing? Okay. <laughs> what is that? Oh, I love you. I, do you know how many times we have spoken about something and you're like, what is that? <laughs> so, okay. So I'm going to end this segment so we can actually get into why it is you know nothing about all of this, okay? So, the way I start this podcast Mm -hmm. is I ask, are you good? Where are you at? Like, where's your heart? Where's your everything right now? Mm. Like, yeah, are you good? Where are you at? I am good. And it's interesting you ask that because with the Queen of Queen of Cups, this is my second day back from the water. From I've moved back to Nairobi, to mm-hmm. the city where I was based, but I went away <laughs> for some time. A and year so, and some change, my yeah, baby. Wow. Close to two, closer to two. <laughs> and I thought I was quite nervous about it. I've delayed my return by months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been like, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming. coming back. Yeah, and Sometime. so, yeah, soon, ish. Yeah, I'll text you when I get there. Mm. So now I've gotten here. So this is like the I'll text you when I get here moment. And I feel very different. So I understand why I was nervous about coming back because I was like, will I, do I have to be the same as I was? Do I have to, I'm like, no, I'm not the same as I was. And the things that were familiar, like my home, I've been rearranging it. Like things have been saying, I want to be here. I want to do this. Like, so the same, it's morphing like me. So I'm very well. You're very well. And I give thanks for it because it's very calm sort of. It's beautiful being in this space. Like you can't feel that you've been gone for a year and some change. (laughs) Like you genuinely can't. Like, you know, the way I keep telling you, I don't like being in people's homes (laughs) because I'm not going to lie. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to be on, on, on the realest for you guys. Like, people's homes are chaotic, right? You walk into somebody's home and you're like, dang. Like, it's not even like your dogs and your pups and stuff. I love those, right? Or even your kids, right? It's just like people's homes stay chaotic, though. But, like, I walked into your house. I put down my stuff. And all of a sudden, I was just like, I'm going to go put my wine in the fridge. And I'm going to this. And I'm going to that. Blow your books. No, no, no. Mama, I need to pee. Like, it was just like there was a lot happening, right? And it does not feel like you've been gone for a thing. So it's good to be back. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. And it's good to be doing this. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. So like, let's yeah. just jump into the questions. Okay. Obviously, what I always ask people when I bring them on the podcast, what has your dating life been like? And you've been Ooh. giving me snippets. <laughs> and I'm going to need you to come forward with that thug energy that you were giving me before. <laughs> like my body posture has changed. I've reclined. Because... <laughs> The stories you have told me, okay, what has your dating life been like? Because you are a beautifully spiritual being. And yeah, but also you're a little bit messy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, tr- I'm choosing to do better. But it takes, I am human. If there's an area of my life that has shown me that I'm human, it's my sex life. Yeah. Or my dating life, let's put it that way. Because being with another person is intense, you know? And I think I had to 
2022, what it has given me. Ha <laughs> 2022. And, like, I've had two significant relationships this year. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> keeping with the numbers. But, like, it's shown me... Firstly, that I'm quite an intense person. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I've had to settle into that. You know, okay. I've had to be okay with that. You know, instead of, like... It's sort of... Um, Sorry, I'm struggling to describe it clearly. No, it's okay. But it's shown me how intense I am and how intense relationships are. Like, yeah. I love them. But it's interesting how... When you're just allowing yourself to be and allowing another person to be, mm -hmm. it seems kind of rare, firstly. It seems... Like, people are not... People seem to be presenting themselves No, people, people each other. do not show up in their... People show up with their, like, best foot. Yeah. And then there's that whole negotiation of once you show up with your best foot and then your best foot slips, people start being like, but this is not mm. who you thinky and this is not who you showed up with. Mm. So like you were like navigating that whole like showing up in your... Being myself mm -hmm. and allowing the other person to be themselves and then watching them freak out with that degree of intimacy. Okay. <laughs> you know, like because people are... Then they get worried. Then they're like, oh, you know so much about me. So almost, you know, because it's just... Intimacy is yeah. really hard. Intimacy is hard. Intimacy is so difficult because it's so raw. Yeah. It's it's literally like an open wound. Yeah. And that and that is like one of the biggest problems. So mm. like what from what I've gathered with you, you love you a good artist, <laughs> which also I think adds to the intensity. level of intensity. <laughs> because having been with an artist for a long time and yeah. then also seen artists for a vibe, like you've dated Tattoo artists, you've dated caricaturists, you've so like how has that like yeah. you photographers like you've dated the whole range? No, excuse me. No, I've just been dating small small here in my life. Small small <laughs> <laughs> like, So like so like that but intimacy, yeah, like, like how is that intimacy like dating this sort of sort of person, like how has that like played out within your sort of intimate spaces? Hmm. Oh heavy questions mm -hmm. but also light you know because because i i can imagine it's also been fun because mm -hmm. is one of your tattoos from one of your what excuse okay excuse, excuse. no yeah. no yeah step back step, step back. back let's rewind let's talk about um <laughs> <Excuse. laughs> so you know like there was rain last week but, you know, so you did it like so it's so yeah no please i do want to know about like what it's like dating these yeah. people in this intense way. It's, you know, because like, for example, sacral chakra is art, creation, mm -hmm. energy, and sex. They yes. live together. They're the same vibration, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's been good, but it's... Hmm. I think the most challenging thing has been communication. Because uh, okay. like... Art is so expressive, or artists are so expressive, that sometimes, like, the clarity of what you're saying and what I'm saying, are we saying this? You're hearing other things. You know, mm -hmm. like, take your creativity out of your listening aspect, please, and mm -hmm. just listen. You know, hear the word. Mm -hmm. What are you hearing? You know, and having... That was the hardest part. Okay. From, that's what... I, does that make sense? That does make okay. sense. So how did you navigate that? Because, like, I know with, with artists... Because also a lot of the ways that artists communicate is through their art. Mm -hmm. So like, like the way, that's why I asked you about your tattoo. 
and like you know and how people engage with you you can't always we can't be having an argument and all of a sudden i'm like pause let me get my needle and pen and like tattoo you you know or like pause as a photographer let me take a series of photos or was that something that happened This okay, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. I still uh, have not uh, forgiven him for this one, yeah? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, while I was there visiting his country, yeah, they, we had a small WhatsApp group of him, my mother, and I, yeah? like What? Yeah. Okay. I didn't start I, it. I don't know how I entered it. I, love it was really I have questions, but so I, I was feel like, like, I need to be here for this. <laughs> I love this, but I feel like this is a different podcast. <laughs> so you and a lover and your mother had a WhatsApp group. Yeah, while I was in my in, lover's country. Yeah, in your lover's country. And I think you had also mentioned how your mom's like, where are you going? Yeah. Text me when you get there. Uh-huh. So this uh-huh. was for live texting, I okay. guess. Okay. I guess. No, actually, fair. Yeah. No, actually, fair. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> but so now at one point we were in this rainforest and uh it was a hot morning and i was it was hamata season Mm -hmm. and i was chilling and i was trying to dry my braids you know and so i was just sitting also really covered the shaved hair looks amazing (laughs) i've been trying to tell you that for like four hours now but like it just keeps getting stuck in my throat it looks so good i keep looking at you and i'm just like "Mm." Okay, but sorry, you were trying so to dry your I was braids. drying my braids, and I was naked. Yeah, I was, I, why am I censoring myself? I was naked. And mm-hmm. so he takes this picture. He didn't even tell me he had taken this picture. This picture was actually quite nice, but he does not share this picture with me. Mm-hmm. He puts it in the WhatsApp group with my mother and I, yeah? So now, I, because also, see, my phone is roaming. Well, I had a local number, but I wasn't, later on now, when the Wi-Fi reaches me, I open my phone, and I'm like, the fuck? And uh-huh. also, we had been having some intense arguments while in this forest mm-hmm. over those past few days. So I'm like, so you just, so you sent my mom and what, like, mm-hmm. and then he was really like, I don't understand. Is it, are you saying it's an ugly photo? I'm like, no, it's not. It's a very nice photo. It's not Between the photo. us, yeah. Like, like, and I was like, would you send this to your mother? And he's like, of course not. Yeah, I was like, bingo. Wow. Wow. Well you have arrived at the conclusion that needs to conclude. But then well he's done. like, no, but your mom's okay. Because I'm like, it doesn't matter if my mom's artsy. It doesn't matter if my mom is a painter. No. This is so, not the one for the This dream. is my mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. And so he deleted it. And I don't even know where the picture is now. I'd love to get it back because I did like the picture, but... But the I'm context so of the picture. That he took it and sent it to my mom. Your mom. In our group WhatsApp. Oh, but yeah. told. Oh, that is so stressful. I don't even, I'm so stressed by that. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with that. So like, okay, so your dating has been, because you're also quite a spiritual being. Yes. And I think the next question I want to ask you is, what attracts you to people? What draws you to people? Because like, even with me coming into your house, mm. there was a sense of, like, even, like, when we were communicating about, like, us meeting and things like that, there was a sense of, like, I knew it had to be a proper time and space. Mm. Like, I couldn't just blunder into your life. You, you don't feel the sort who I can, you can blunder into your life. So what attracts you to people? Like, what draws these artists and these, like, because, yeah, <laughs> I just need to know. Okay, like, it's, it's, 
You know, especially I moved to Mombasa. In doing so, it was my way of... I was stepping away from my community. Okay. But being accessible. Because mm-hmm. I, I could have moved inside Khalifi. You know, like I could have disappeared solidly. But I was like, no, I'm around just very far from where you are technically. So if you need to make... To meet me, make a conscious effort, but I need some time by myself right now. And I have things to handle and sort out. And as I calibrate, I'll get in touch, you know, and we'll adjust accordingly. And so during this time, I've, I've been very protective over myself and how I interact and how I share myself with others. Mm-hmm. So it's not to overwhelm me. People are nice, but that is, even nice experiences can be overwhelming. They can. You know? like, so. And they can trouble you mm. and take from you. and oh, So I've been like, slowly, slowly. Mm-hmm. But the things that draw me to people is like, it seems to be in line with the conversation I'm having with spirit in general mm-hmm. or things that I am facing in my life. You know, So like, when they say, hi, how are you? And I... I feel a sense of, I don't know, a consistent something is a spark. And it's normally, it doesn't, I don't look for same people as me. Like, I don't know if you will ever see me with another person who, because I might remind, you might be like, oh, cool, you remind me of so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Why don't you all sit together and meditate? I'm very rarely in those spaces with others like me. Okay. You know, like I, yeah. I'm with other people. So when I meet someone who's also just being an other themselves, mm-hmm. I'm just like, hey, hi, how are you? And when it comes to romantic relationships... Um, I like to think that it's something I'm seeking in that time, you mm-hmm. know, that aligns with what they're seeking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been a hard question for me because I've, for a while I practiced abstinence, you know, and like I was in my yoga and I was really like doing your downward dog. I just need to release and cleanse myself and deal with my shit right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a bit, you know. Um, and then in coming into relationships, you know, it's learning or acknowledging, like, for me, I can have sacred relationships even if I don't expect them to last forever. You know, like, I'm not, because I'm dating somebody doesn't mean, like, I think we should get married. No. Mm -hmm. Let us love each other now. Mm -hmm. It might not be more than a year. You know, maybe it will be. We'll see. But let's be present Mm -hmm. and move with it how we need to, you know? And that seems to be a bit weird for some people too. <laughs> no, because, yeah. because everyone, I think everyone in life, well, not everyone in life, that was very hyperbolic. But like a lot of people, when they like interact with other people, they're like, okay, can we deal with this loving me? Like, you know, people are like, okay, so in four years we'll have kids. Mm. Like, what are your goals? Mm. Are you in college? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's that whole long-term thing. So not just being able to be present mm. in the moment. There's always that forward movement. Mm. So for you, it's sort of like you're drawn to somebody and you're like, what is this now? Mm-hmm. And so it's constantly being present. And I also, I, <laughs> this might be a weird thing to say, but it's a part that sort of steers me in a very deep knowing kind of way. Mm-hmm. Of I do feel I will end up with someone and we will be together for many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also didn't see him coming very early in my life, you know? So it's sort of like, okay, till we meet. Yeah. Am I just going to sit in my house and crochet? I think not, sir. I think yeah. not. It's a hard so, <laughs> I, I look forward to what we have and I will, you know, I know how my energy moves, so I'll try and do my best, you know? Mm-hmm. And then mess along the way, yo. But yeah, so I've been, I think that's, so I am open to both types, you know? It's just like, but it's not, that is not how I want to be with everybody. Okay. And does that make sense? No, it, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> because, like, you are 
moving through the world and you know that you have a destination mm-hmm. and your destination is this person that you want to build a life with but you are like i i feel like in my mind i'm getting this image of like you know like a ship with sails and you're just like roaming around different coasts different borders different this and you're seeing all these beautiful experiences because in the time that i've been sitting with you over the last few hours and you've been telling me about your engagements like they have just been so deliciously full like so just you you you've lived things you've engaged things you've engaged these people and you've put yourself like every single story you've told me you've put yourself 100% in that trip. I'm like if I'm here I'm here. You're here you're Did here. Because I say I love you imagine I really do. Yeah, yeah. And you know <laughs> you're going to do the thing and like we're not going to mention the countries mm. you've been to and like the spaces you've been in and the like also your love is international and I <laughs> like that. It's continental. It's continental. Yeah, I am an African. You yeah. are an African. You you are an and African. Africa is amazing. Oh my gosh. And these different people are so different. They're so different. And so yum. And everyone is just like, wow. And you are No, there, there is yeah. some <laughs> yumminess across like East, West. Like yeah. I'm trying to explore the, like I went through a phase where I was trying to explore the North. Yeah. Right. And then like, I just got messy with it. Like, it just, <laughs> but like the West is delicious. I'm loving that. But like, I do get this feeling mm. that you are sort of like, it's almost like, and I don't want to say like a boat going along the 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 coasts of Africa because then people are going to start thinking like some slavery <laughs> shit like just picking up the Negroes picking up the Gathering Negroes the right, you know <laughs> gathering the right Negroes but like you've, you've told me these like stories of where like you really throw yourself into it so it's a case of just really just like engaging with that so like what do you feel mm-hmm. in terms of like when you're like wanting a final partner, hmm. what does your final partner look like? Before I start now asking you about your work I, and things. I, oh, because like... I you, was so intimate. Oh, like... <laughs> what did you think was going to happen on this podcast? I was sitting, I was going to sit there and be like, please name your top three LinkedIn contacts. Also, furthermore, on my Google searches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, if you hear me segue into that, no, be knowing I've said no to this question. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but like, I guess, I think the time is drawing nearer, you know, and like, I really can't, I, the feeling, the clarity, I think the more I have settled into myself, you know, and become, loved myself, the more I have like accepted all of me, mm-hmm. the more... Easily, I'm able to do so with people, with other people. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not for doing it with everyone. You know, mm-hmm. intimacy is not for all oh, interactions. No, right. you know? Intimacy is mm-hmm. not a group event. Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, um, So there's, like, even when you ask me, how do I connect with people? What is it that draws me to them? I, maybe I'll one day I'll make a word to fit. Or maybe I'll hear it and it be like, that's what it is, you know? But it's a... Uh, a feeling in my core, you know, and like right now I am feeling a warmth from that ideal sort of that what I would say my partner is 
it feels a lot stronger than it has before or in the past, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe the person is closer. It's almost like a GPRS thing. I feel like I'm... It's not yet, but we're... We're now almost in neighboring countries. You know, if we're on that sailing boat going around, uh, we're like, uh huh, uh-huh. something. You're like, eh. hmm. <laughs> There's some other ships in this. Let's yeah. pause here for a second, just go mm-hmm. on board, you know, on, on, onto the land and sea. There's something. Um, yeah. And, and I love that for you. <laughs> okay. And, and so I think one of the things. So I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like really really wild right now mm. because I'm I'm going to make you do this more than once. Oh, because I only asked you. Yeah, no, I'm gonna make you do this more than once. But like, I think the one thing that I like then want to ask you is, I want to segue into this, and if you're comfortable with this, mm. please know this is the sort of raw ass <laughs> podcast. You can shut this down and be like, ah, okay. well, no, I'm going to check on the chicken. In I'm the going oven. to check. On, also, this is lemon and herb chicken. Love this for me. <laughs> But like, so I think one thing I want to like segue into is just sort of like the sort of life that you want to lead mm. with this person, right? Mm. And you were mentioning how like you want to have kids with them and stuff mm. like that. Like, yeah. So is, is that the sort of thing that you'd want to do? Like, so you want to have kids with this person mm-hmm. and you also don't want to necessarily, I think you said, end up like in like this whole thing of like this wild vortex artisty place yeah i don't think that i think i am the wild artist vortex you know i don't think we can be too in a long-lasting relationship (laughs) maybe other people who do it wow i love it for them you Mm -hmm. know but for me i do feel like someone like a like a i had mentioned to you like that whole thing of like a genius farmer you know or Mm -hmm. uh, some i don't know a different vibe we speak different languages but we can create together, yeah. you know, because the thing for me, for a partner, is someone I can co-create with, you know, mm-hmm. like the same way to make a child is to co-create. We're taking some of you and some of me and mm-hmm. we're mixing together and we're going to try and rear this thing and let it set it off into the world and see what becomes of it, you know? And first it's sort of like, do I like you and your blood strong enough? To create, because children are not toys to me. It's they're not to be. They're not. They're, yeah, and they're, yeah. they're not just like weird little legacy uh-uh. bubbles. You know, it, and it's sort of saying I believe in life this much that I want to mix with you and create this thing. You know, mm-hmm. and for me, where because I also see, like, because that union is not a joke. You know, it's it's sort of. It's a big part of even who I am as a practitioner, you know, in terms of how will I contribute to the world through the environments I create, you know, and this will be my primary environment, you know, and through that home, through the ideas, through the, what we think about, you know, when we were talking about earlier about um, farming in the future, Mm -hmm. you know, and yes, there are a lot of thriving farms. Kenya is a very fertile (laughs) place, you know, so things grow everywhere and everyone's growing things and Multiplying you can, things. You can, I yeah. literally feel like if I threw something on the side of the road, it will grow. <laughs> yeah. Like that red earth thing. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the rains come and poof, yeah, yeah, suddenly everything. But we need to start thinking about our water, you know, mm-hmm. our groundwater. You know, the government is thinking about privatizing it, you know, so. The, the, so We're becoming that nation yeah. that privatizes and water. And it's happening as, well, we're chilling here, you know, mm-hmm. so. I would like a partner who we can think from our different angles and be and do things about certain mm. things. You know, I would like a union is not just about 
it's made on the love in the home, you know, and the connection, the physical presence of the person, but it expands into all that we are, you know, and all that we do. And so it's a powerful thing to do, you mm. know? That's like the ultimate, you know? How to take my body, what I'm doing with my physical body and who I choose to unite with. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big deal, yeah. And you, and you want to unite with somebody who does a thing, and like, like, but like, like, not even just does a thing, but like, aligns with a lot of the things that you are like or thinking is, about. Is aware and, of themselves, yeah, you know, and they are, and they feel a strong sense of their direction of purpose and using their life to align to that. You know, like, mm-hmm. so, and it can be something completely. You know how it's also possible to be corporate and like that, you know, like what are you doing in the corporate space to align and, you know, look after these interests for us as a community, for us as a what, you know, like how we interact with these things instead of just talking about them or waiting for somebody else to do them, you know, and how, because I guess I've always, I learned to move quietly and Mm -hmm. go where I'm invited into and give my whole heart when I'm there, you know, and I think this new season, this transitioning from fish to dragon, you know, is... Oh, uh, fish to dragon, yes. Welcome back to the land. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, bringing the fire to this. How do we, you know... Mm. And you can... And, and there's a part of you that can hear this partner. Okay. Please know that when... He, they, whatever their pronouns eventually comes. Mm-hmm. I need to know. <laughs> I need a young voice note. Okay, look, I'm going to give you this, right? Because we're going to wrap up the podcast. I'm going to give you this. I'll give you a phone call. So I'm going to go on oh, record and say, call? oh my gosh. <gasps> what? You heard it here, folks. You are my witnesses. I will be broadcasting loudly if I did not receive a phone call. Thank you. Koi yeah. loves phone calls mm-hmm. way too much. <laughs> I am not a big fan of phone calls, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, when they come, I want the phone call. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you spiritual being. <laughs> like, I didn't even get to ask you about your work and stuff. Uh-huh. It's okay. No, we'll double back and we'll do this again. <laughs> but like, where can people find you in a D street? Oh my gosh, it's over. Hiya. Hi. Where am I in the streets? <laughs> <laughs> streets i am koi the fish that might have to change soon but yeah koi the fish k-u-i the fish um and on instagram is where i am generally although i post i haven't posted in a couple of years but my insta stories i'm there i'm there um email koi the fish at gmail.com and yeah if they to find me is easy like if, the you, fish. if you're intentional about it yeah koi the fish i'm there no, but it might be Koi the Dragon soon because, mm-hmm. oh, wow. I thought about it and I was like, okay, but that doesn't sound right. What is it? it but it's coming. It's coming clearly. But like, and my first tattoo was a dragon. Since you were so insistent about talking about tattoos, have that. Have I, that luggage. I, I, yeah, why the... would you come for me sideways <laughs> like that as if I was just not asking good questions? <laughs> you were asking very good questions. Yeah, thank you. But not. Thank you for being here. <laughs> like, I've happening. been itch- like. You should have seen me in this woman's house being like, can I interview now? Like, stop telling me stories. Stop giving me spoilers. I will kill you, but I love you. I hope we even... I feel like I rambled on about 
specific things that I did we even get to the actual question no so we, will, like we will we will do this again <laughs> okay. always and forever <laughs> this was lovely thank oh my gosh <laughs> you know what I am such a fan of this vibe I'm such a fan of this person like you know before we recorded this podcast we'd actually just met like a few days before I no, not even a few days before like a couple of weeks before at an event and it was just you know when you just have an instant connection with someone you know and it's just such vibes and they agreed to be on the podcast and it was like just it's just it's a jam as you can see it's a jam so one of the things that came up you know is being in a relationship and what I really wanted to delve into in this part of the podcast was taking care of yourself in a relationship right because I think one of the things that we don't think about is how to care for yourself whilst you're in the relationship people are always talking about healing after a breakup coming together to yourself you know becoming a whole person before a relationship but when you're actually in it to win it when you're in the thick when you're in the trenches, are you taking care of yourself? So I compiled some advice on how to take care of yourself when you're in a relationship. And we're just going to get right into that. The first thing I was thinking about was figuring out what you want from a relationship, right? So most folks come into a space being like, I want love. But then again, how do you want to be loved, right? Like outside of even stuff like your love languages, like what is it that you want the love to look like? What is it that you want the love to make you feel like? What is it that you want in this love? How do you want to be cared for? How do you want to practically do this thing called relationshiping, right? Because there are so many different ways to relationship, right? Which segues to the next point that I want to make is about setting your boundaries, right? One of the things that we sometimes don't do within relationships is actually set boundaries and like figure out what our boundaries are. We sometimes out here doing a free for all. I once had a thing with somebody who had a lot of boundaries and in a lot of ways they didn't do it from like the healthiest place. Like they did it from a place of like, oh my gosh, I need to protect myself from everything and everyone. And they were very uncompromising in their boundaries in a way that was a bit, mm-mm-mm. but one thing I did respect is that they did have boundaries, right? And they communicated these boundaries all the time. Healthy boundaries are a part of all relationships, especially like, you know, intimate partner relationships where this person in your business all the time, in your business all the time. So having healthy boundaries within a relationship is a must, right? And communicating these boundaries and having conversations around these boundaries is really important. We can't just be out here loose like a goose, loose like a damn goose. So on the topic of boundaries and what you want and what you're doing, the other thing you need to do is check in with yourself, right? So one of the things that happens within relationships is we have all these thoughts and notions going in. I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. But then once we're in the relationship, we forget to check in on ourselves and forget to check in. Is this what I'm, am I still getting what I want from this relationship? Am I still being fed by this space? Is this space still safe for me? Right? Even something like that. Is this space still safe for me? Like, Having that check-in with yourself and like sitting with yourself and being like, okay, where am I at in this relationship? Like can help with even curbing problems within the relationship. It can help with like solving things before they get too deep. Or it can even help if you see that you need to leave, 
right? So doing a regular check-in in yourself, engaging where you're at is an important part of a relationship. And another important part of a relationship is turning up as your authentic self. Look, I understand when we start dating, we, you know, we got to put on our bet. I was going to sing that, but like now, see, I lost the lyrics. I lost the tune. Everything went, but we got to put on our best foot. Right. So that's what we do when we come into relationships. Um, You know, those first dates, you know, you swagging, you funny, you this, you ain't showing your generational trauma yet. Like, but one of the things you have to do in a relationship is turn up as your authentic self. Right. Whatever that is, and that shifts and that changes, and we are multifaceted beings who have like a whole bunch of things. But like this thing where people come into relationships and they stop trying to repress parts of themselves, they start like losing parts of themselves, they start denying parts of themselves. That's not the one for the drip, right? It's not the one for the drip. When you're in a relationship, you should feel safe enough to be who you are. Whatever messy cosmic space dust of a dumpster fire you are, you should be able to be that. Whatever magic you are, whatever non-magic you are, whatever normal you are, whatever basic you are, you should be able to show up as your authentic self. And any space that doesn't allow you to be whatever it is you need to be, you need to check it. That's a red flag. That's a huge red flag. The next piece of advice I want to give, and this is something that I picked up um, personally from like having gone through tough times during a relationship, um, having gone through codependent times, having gone through all those sorts of vibes, is having a network, right? Like just like anything else, it's not just babies that take a village to be raised. Like people, it takes a village. You cannot have your partner be your be all end all. And there's so many ways people get into relationships. And then you got that, you know, the, you know that homie who gets into a relationship and then you don't see them for like six months or a year. And now you're like, Ugh, every time X gets into a relationship, they disappear. That's not the one for the drip, right? That's just not even the one. Maintaining your healthy network of people and spaces is so important, not only for like the bad times, but the good times. Like, bruh, you cannot spend every Saturday Netflix and chilling. And you just can't like, and I'm saying this as somebody who tries to spend every night, every Saturday sitting on my couch with my partner, like having a healthy network of people and spaces is so important. The next thing is trust your gut. Um, if something's not feeling right in a relationship, trust your gut, trust what you're feeling, trust that you can, that you are sort of like emotionally cognizant enough to know when something's not right. This could be from small things where maybe your partner's not feeling good about something to you're not feeling good about something, but like trusting your gut and like going with that is often a good thing. Cause sometimes it can even mean that the relationship needs to end. Just, yeah, I think there's that element of really, really trusting your EQ. And then there is the next point of managing your expectations in a relationship so look we put a lot of pressure on relationships right also i could have ordered these better i'm now seeing in my head how i could have ordered these better but that's fine but managing your expectations in a relationship is a very important thing humans are humaning and humans gone human and sometimes we expect perfection from our partners right we expect perfection from our relationships 
We expect the sex to always be popping, this person to be reading our minds, you know, the dates to be dating. People like there's some people out there who are like, if you don't pay all my bills, like, and it's fine to have expectations. It's really actually great to have expectations because you shouldn't just be like accepting any old nonsense, but also managing your expectations and also giving grace within relationships, both to yourself and to your partner is a really important part of caring for the collective space, but also caring for your personal space. Because then it's almost like you manage your disappointments as well. But like giving somebody else grace also allows you to give yourself grace. And the last thing I want to say is communicate your needs. Communication, communication, communication. If you have learned nothing from this podcast, like really, if you've learned nothing from this podcast, it is to communicate. So communicating your needs comes and it like sort of fuses through all of the above because understanding your needs, checking yourself in, checking in with the collective space, the personal space, and then figuring out what your needs and wants are and communicating those and then asking if they can be met. And if they can't be met, then that's a bridge we're going to have to cross when we get to it, okay? But if they can be met, then that's a conversation that can be had. But you cannot have somebody give you what you want and need unless you tell them what you want and need, right? So now that you know how to take care of yourself in a relationship, go and relationship, go and do the things, go and find that intimate space with a person or people, however you want to set up your vibes. But one thing you do need to do is go and check out Basically Life on Instagram at basicallylife under slash pod. And also email me. I love being emailed on basicallypod at gmail.com. And if you've reached this point in the podcast, right? Why are you not rating and reviewing? Why are you not giving this a five-star share? Also, share this with everyone, right? Share this podcast with everyone, your friends, your lovers, your enemies, your coworker, your boss. Share it with your boss and then pretend that it wasn't you who sent it. Send it from an anonymous account. Do the things, do the things. But the one thing you need to do is know that this is basically life. And I am your host, Tiff Mugo, telling you to calm your tits because life is not never, ever, that's serious.